0: be gonna be there gonna be there. I'm Lena. I'm Grant.
1: And this is Sex Archie. Sex Archie.
0: Forget about a gobal big pussy. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We're a Riverdale recap podcast here to talk about Chapter One Hundred Thirty Six, "The Golden Age of Television," written by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa and Tessa Leigh Williams, directed by Tara DeFoe. Uh,
1: do you do you want to tell our listeners about what took place right before we started recording?
0: <laughs> sure, why not? So, longtime <laughs> listeners will be aware. Even though I cut around it as much as I can, Mm -hmm. whenever our attention is focused away from the dog, she asks us for a little snack to tide her over in her lonely time.
1: (laughs) Yes. She demands the Kong gets a treat. It's, when we record, it's like a matter of like three minutes after we start, every freaking time that that dog comes over here chucking her Kong around.
0: So we did a fake opening where we just said words, just random words, nouns. The who,
1: what, where, when, why
0: categories of nouns. Even and uh, and after about twenty seconds of that, she she came in and asked for her snack. <laughs> and then the mic went hot, and now here we are. Now you know the rest of the story.
1: Our little creature of habit. <laughs> One more mo. She got one at eight AM too. As <laughs> soon that, as I start working from home, she's like, "Kong in my mouth," even though I just ate breakfast. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we this this is the second to last yes. episode, and we are continuing it's with
0: sort of our finale trilogy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. we're wrapping it up. And so we are back with that Jughead narration that mm-hmm. came back recently.
0: He's typing, and we're hearing his narration as he types about the darkness that churns beneath the surface. That darkness is named Bigotry.
1: Yes. Riverdale, though it's prided itself in, in being the town with pep, mm-hmm. we all know what lies beneath, and it's the Mothman. Except not.
0: I thought it was the the various cults that are mostly arboreal. Sylvan, you might say.
1: Yeah. So he goes on to say that there's a reshuffling happening.
0: Yeah, Featherhead is out for, for rumored possible Soviet influence.
1: <laughs> I don't think it's rumored. I think like...
0: You live by the red scare, you die by the red scare, all right? It's a, it's a risky play, you know?
1: He were best friends with the mayor <laughs> who was making the secret like Soviet bombs.
0: So he he's being like marched out, he's got his little box of stuff. There there's also a news report on WRIV talking about, you know, the, the job search for the, the new the principal.
1: Countywide search for the new principal.
0: And every time I just think, how weird would it be? Is have married news anchors. To like be watching Channel 4 Nightly News.
1: And it's just they're both and there.
0: Like, I just know that when the cameras are off, you two are like going home together and like and I, filing oh. your taxes together and doing Oh, okay. Yeah, that other thing too. <laughs> I've no, I, I figure all news anchors are having sex, but it's weird if they're married when they do it. <laughs> That's messed up. The yeah. weatherman always likes to watch.
1: I think there have been, like, news stations that have had married couples. It's just usually they work, like, different time slots.
0: It just feels like I'm not watching the news, a professional thing. I'm just, like, tuning into someone's living room. But the weird neighbor really wants me to know all about the sports teams, which is pretty common for weird neighbors.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we also, uh, go check in on the Cooper household at home. Yes. And we learn that, uh... Uh, Alice and Hal are not getting a divorce, uh, but Hal is moving into the basement.
0: Why are they doing anything? What changed? Just a thing that was always I... true became public to Betty.
1: Yeah, I don't get that. only this. Betty. I don't get it. Unless, like, like, if there was some scene where Alice, like...
0: Also Ethel, but she's on the other coast. <laughs> she doesn't count right now. She's not in town.
1: I don't know. If, like, Alice lost her shit on Hal because of something else he did, okay. But, like, they had a pretty, like, oh, good luck, Ethel, out in California. Yeah, we made mistakes, but it's fine.
0: But they've been living with those mistakes for 16, 17, 18 years now.
1: Yeah, so I don't understand that at all. (laughs) And they could have done this whole thing because the scene continues with, like, Betty... Over, like, washing the dishes, having a conversation with her mom about, like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well, why didn't you leave him back then? Why aren't you, like, actually leaving him now? And I'm like, we could have had this conversation without the, like, he's moving to the basement. Mm -hmm. This whole thing could have happened without that. (laughs) But Alice does talk about how, like, you know, she didn't want to break up the family then. And Mm -hmm. Betty's like, well, why aren't you just divorcing him now? And she's like, well... Where would I go? What would I do? Yeah. Like, I can't have a bank account. He owns this house. The
0: station. Their, their lives are so tied up together. So so that is where we leave things with the distressing legal and financial status of uh, uh, the precarious placement of women in the mid-20th century. Yes. Think about it. So then an ancient crone.
1: <laughs> Nana Rose. Nana
0: Rose is hanging with the twins. It's just the three of them now. Uh,
1: and she's like, it's just the three of us now, children. (laughs) Your parents will rot in a Russian gulag. I love her. I love her.
0: Is she not aware they're in trouble with the United States
1: government? (laughs) I mean, no, she's not. She thinks the Soviets are mad at them. I guess the Soviets are mad at them because they got caught.
0: The Soviets aren't mad. They're just disappointed. (laughs) They're
1: just disappointed, (laughs) and thus, when they're done being punished by the U.S. and they go home, they're going to be put in detention for
0: (laughs) you—the
1: detention gulag.
0: This is not important, but it is two scenes in a row now that are that just have these like it's like a, a jumping an uneven track from the previous episode. Yes.
1: It's weird, uh, but Nana Rose is like, you know, it's up to us to ensure the blossoms rise from the ashes.
0: It's the first time Nana Rose has talked in months. I'm not going to look at gift I, horse in the I mouth. I
1: honestly, until the episode where um, Parrot Blossoms got arrested and so I saw the- the
0: previous episode?
1: <laughs> was that the- yeah, yes. I guess so. So, until, like, the previous episode and I saw Nana the back of Nana Rose's head, I kind of forgot she was still alive. <laughs> I thought she was dead in this timeline for a while. Because she hasn't done shit. (laughs) Uh, Cheryl is so up for this challenge, though. Yes. She is going to rise and fly.
0: And she knows right where she's going to start. Did you say cheerleading? Yeah, you guessed it. Good job, Gold Star. It's it's always cheerleading.
1: Yeah. But first, we got to go check in with everyone Mm -hmm. in the student lounge.
0: Not everyone, everyone, like the last episode. But But like like
1: almost everyone.
0: The the, the A-listers, you know. Yeah.
1: Uh, and so they're having a little chat about, like, oh, man, now that, you know, the principal's gone, who's going to, like, be in charge?
0: And Tony has an idea. And Tony, Tony, I love you. I love the initiative. But that is not your job. You are a minor.
1: Yeah. She, Relax. She's just <laughs> dying to, like, become a member of the PTA. <laughs> Yeah, they have a little conversation. They're they're worried that it's going to end up being uh, Dr. Werther's.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of out of their hands. Right. But they're like, you know... This is a decision of the PTA, Mm -hmm. and Betty's like, you know, maybe we could get my mom to like.
0: She is the the chair of the PTA after all, and they're like, of course uh, she is.
1: Your mom sucks, and she's like, well, my mom's been through a lot. (laughs) She kind of
0: owes me one,
1: and she 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 might be more open than Mm -hmm. you think she is. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Jughead uh, goes to. Take a little stroll through the school, and he sees uh, Dr. Werther's in the principal's office, and he's like, oh my god, he couldn't even
0: wait.
1: (laughs) But wait a second, you're already in here.
0: Well, he's packing up his things from his office.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: Jughead's uh, assumption is that he's packing them up to move them down the hall.
1: It's basically the same thing.
0: He's actually packing them up to move them down the country.
1: (laughs) Because he is off to Washington
0: Yes, he is joining the President's Commission to Study Juvenile Delinquency, and it is his personal mission to, to link juvenile delinquency to comic books in the nation's capital testifying before Congress after the creation of the comics. Co- it's It's all in there, but it's a little jumbled up.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, because, you know, he's an adult who likes to spite a child.
0: <laughs> well, that's why you become a guidance counselor.
1: <laughs> he's like... Yo, what you submitted, we're rejecting it.
0: Yeah, yeah. The latest book, he he doesn't, uh, he's saving the, the cost of a stamp uh, to just reject it in front of Jughead.
1: He's just been carrying this around all day, yeah. waiting, <laughs> waiting. So he could just like pop out and be like, Mah, ha ha ha. <laughs> Your book's been rejected.
0: I call that a jag off in the box. <laughs>
1: Uh, so meanwhile, Archie and Reggie are outside the school shooting some hoops. Reggie
0: is crushing on Archie, something fierce and like
1: <laughs> I love the scene. This
0: this would seem more subliminal if they didn't already share a sexual experience.
1: Yes! <laughs> so Archie's shooting in the baskets and Reggie's like, damn Red, you still got it. <laughs> And Archie's like, I'm bussin' Reg, I'm bussin'. (laughs) And then he goes on to tell them about how Miss Grundy had them read on the road.
0: And now Archie is crushing hard on Jack
1: Kerouac. Because Jack Kerouac is the king of the beats. The king of the beats. And then he quotes the damn book. He does. And then he's like, I'm gonna ride the rails this summer.
0: And not even some, like, uh, uh, basic shit like I love love. No, he's doing Deep cuts.
1: Deep cuts multiple sentences like my goodness and so yeah Archie's is is like I'm gonna ride the rails I'm gonna go see the world I'm gonna be like the other beats I'm gonna get experience so I can write like them and, and Reggie's <laughs> like your mom's not gonna like that and Archie's like my mom can't say diddly squat
0: about spending summer vacation as a hobo he is being a hobo. Well, his,
1: his whole reason his mom can't say anything is because, like, it's during summer vacation. Like, <laughs> she doesn't have any authority. It's summer. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, Archie.
0: Archie. Archie.
1: <laughs> this is, again, one of those things where the last person Archie talked to, which apparently... Is a is book. A book. <laughs> yes. And his brain... He's like, wow! This is a really great idea. What are you
0: going to eat, Archie?
1: What are you go?
0: Where are you going to get
1: food? Well, he's gonna ride the train cars that have food. Okay, okay. And he's gonna yeah. eat a heck of a lot of onions. <laughs> I'm Just thinking like an onion train car. Sure, yeah. sure. Like,
0: the the sugar beets. Yes, yeah. the
1: sugar beets. He he is gonna be buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely buzzing. Uh, and Reggie's just very supportive and like, well, whatever <laughs> no. floats your boat. Yeah, that sounds great. Go,
0: go, go ahead. Go I'm going to go
1: to basketball camp.
0: Just open a tin of beans with your teeth every night. Good good job, Archie. All right.
1: Uh, so Veronica and Jughead are having a little chat about uh, Werther's mm-hmm. and the rejection mm-hmm. of uh, the latest story.
0: Yes, and uh, Jughead's supposition is that the book is rejected because of the final story in it, a graphic adaptation of The Comet, the W.E.B. Du Bois story that was, like, featured very early in the season. Yeah. I think that's even before Black Athena was founded. We were talking about The Comet.
1: Yes, I think so. I think so. Yeah, so they they weren't going to publish it because it has to do with an interracial couple Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, and... you know, Veronica's like this is, this is a masterpiece This is wonderful mm-hmm. And they go on to talk about how like Man it should really be a movie <laughs> And Jughead's like Well you know I have connections mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If we want to like Get connected About making it into a movie How are they so connected <laughs> Every time. I'm like, how? So,
0: so this uh, subplot, I think, is pretty directly uh, inspired by uh, the comic strip titled Judgment Day, originally printed in Weird Fantasy number 18 from EC Comics, mm-hmm. that was banned for featuring a black astronaut. Ah. The the story is that an astronaut from human civilization comes to check out this this alien society of robots to see if these intelligent robots uh, are ready to be accepted into galactic civilization, some sort of like federation of planet situation. Okay. And he goes down and he sees their society and like, Wow you guys aren't allowed into the to uh uh the club because you haven't developed enough you still segregate your various robots by the color of their casings mm. and then he takes off his space helmet on the final page for the the reveal that he has been black this whole time mm-hmm. no 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 you cannot do this after the code was implemented and ec comics started uh uh losing uh, all of the money and going out of business. Uh, it was reprinted in their very final issue as mm. one last uh, a thumb of the nose to the comics code. And there was some famous haranguing back and forth, like, "Oh, what don't you like about it? Come on, come on, and say it. You want to say it? What, you, wanna you want to tell us? What was it? Say the word. Mm-hmm. Come on. What specifically? I dare you. Want
1: to want to put that in writing?
0: And eventually, they they went out with that as the last story in their last book. Mm. In between uh, uh, these publishings, when it was published the first time, the actual Ray Bradbury wrote in uh, uh, and had a letter printed uh, uh, in, you know, a follow-up issue about how, like, meaningful and important and great that story was. Ah. Because, as we all know, the real Ray Bradbury was never murdered by a milkman.
1: (laughs) A milkman that was employed by... A Soviet spy.
0: Yes, who was mayor of a,
1: a tiny town, and worshipped uh, a
0: sometimes tiny town.
1: <laughs> worshipped uh, what's his name? Moloch. Moloch. Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, look up Judgment Day. It's it's a it is a good story, and there's a really good story around it as well. It's good.
1: So Betty and Tony mm-hmm. uh, go to see Alice uh, and uh, are there to convince her to help get a certain person. Uh, principal of the school. Mm -hmm. And Tony's like, you know, after, like, the the integration of the schools, we closed three black schools, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people were out of work, including a really amazing teacher who's driving a taxi.
0: This is true. The part where... uh The, the specific people involved are fictional, but, obviously. But
1: where that's what happened. But but yes, with following integration, yeah.
0: Following the integration of schools, the students integrated, but then you had a whole lot of redundant faculty, and guess which ones got fired? Yes.
1: Yes. Alice is like, well, you know, it's it's not just a me decision, it's everyone else. And Betty's like, Well make them see mm-hmm, why it's mm-hmm. important. Come on. <laughs> Uh, And so we then jump ahead to a student assembly where Alice is introducing the new principal, and it is Weatherby!
0: Mr. Waldo Weatherby, and you will find he has all of his organs in this timeline. Oh,
1: good. I am so (laughs) glad that man has been put back together. I'm so
0: glad he doesn't have to wear a glove to hide his disfigurement, that a glove is a lot easier than makeup, special effects. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He he gives a very empowering speech. A
0: forceful speech.
1: Yes. All
0: this like be kind, be better. He's he's like almost barking it out. There, there's a there's a little bit of an or else underneath it. I don't know. I
1: mean, yeah, but I'm I'm <laughs> a cool with that. That's fine. Yeah. We can have that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the man he could beat me up. <laughs> to be honest.
0: He, he could. He on the one hand, He's he's rather aged. On the other hand, that's experience. Yeah. That's canniness. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So everyone is very on board mm-hmm. with him being the principal. Except. Everyone, I'm going to get there. <laughs> everyone is like clapping and cheering. And there's Evelyn who's like, fine, I don't want people to think I'm racist. Clap, clap, clap.
0: <laughs> but by the way, I totally am. I
1: totally am. And claps so you can't accuse me
0: <laughs> And then we get her title card Title card And following that title card Archie is in the principal's office already
1: But by his own choice By
0: choice this time He, ha- he has a question or a quest Can you please hire my favorite teacher back And give her the job of my other favorite teacher
1: Miss <laughs> Thornton was accused of being a communist <laughs> And she's not She's not And whether he's like Oh yeah, we should we should fix that. Oh yeah,
0: I know Edith. Yeah, all right. We'll, yeah. We'll make something happen. Yeah, she's
1: not a communist.
0: <laughs> she uh, used to drive taxi with me the last couple of months. I wondered what happened with that.
1: So then uh, Cheryl busts open the door to the gym, mm-hmm. uh, and is ready to throw down with Evelyn,
0: who is not willing to to accept uh, has been daughters of Russian spies into the Vixens.
1: No. Cheryl is there to have a dance off for the leadership of the the cheerleaders. Very very classic Riverdale. This
0: is at least the second, I think maybe fourth time and this has happened.
1: So many dance offs for
0: the cheerleaders. And Evelyn very sensibly says, "Quote, I refuse your challenge."
1: And Cheryl's <laughs> like, "That's not an option, bitch."
0: And so she just starts dancing to Rock and Robin. For everyone's benefit and no, it's uh. and, and
1: when she's done, Evelyn looks at her, screams,
0: and leaves. <laughs> well, she didn't have time to prepare anything. This is all very sudden, just foisted on her. I would want the cheer captain to be someone who uh can advocate for the team in, in uh the school bureaucracy, mm-hmm. is a good administrator who's organized like, choreography is pretty well down on my list of priorities. I, I understand. They're better off with Cheryl. This is Cheryl's, like, club, blah, 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 blah. Evelyn sucks. We hate her. She's racist now. <laughs> but I don't think this proves anything meaningful. No.
1: <laughs> Just that. Cheryl can dance? I did not like this number. I did not like her little cheer dance. No. They couldn't do the full-on, like, shake my bum bum that they do. <laughs> they didn't do shake my bum bum! <laughs> because it's not, like, period appropriate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but also, like, mm, This wasn't that impressive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it may- it's enough to make Evelyn run away, and uh, then Cheryl's like, okay, here's the other thing. Um, I am also a lesbian, and I am dating Tony. And if y'all don't like it, get out. I'm gonna live in the light. Well, and two other <laughs> girls are like, I'm also gonna live in the light. We are <gasps> dating.
0: Number one, congratulations. Number two, who are you? Have I've no
1: ne- idea. Never I've seen never these girls seen before. before you. They have never spoken before. Let alone have I seen their faces. <laughs> you don't have names. They look like an adorable little couple, though. Yes. I'm very happy for uh-huh. them. Who the fuck are they? <laughs> who are you? Uh, but so they're all going to be very supportive of everyone's relationships, and the world is healing, and it's yes, lovely.
0: Yes, but who
1: are who they? are you? <laughs>
0: uh, I I do I do like the Cheryl's like coming out scene. Seems very like polite and conciliatory, and then takes a twist. Right? It's Get like, the fuck out if you don't if, like it. If you. It. Uh, uh, you're all free to to leave. I understand. If if you you go follow her and go directly into a dumpster, she says, "Go yeah. jump in a dumpster." <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so Jughead goes to uh Fieldstone mm-hmm. and uh, clocking
0: into the office, f-
1: fills him in on the story that's been rejected. Mm-hmm. Fieldstone calls it out for what it is. They didn't want an interracial couple. That's what it is. They mm-hmm. didn't want this. Uh, and Jughead's like, what are we going to do now? And he's like, we're going to publish it, obviously. <laughs> like, we're going to go out mm-hmm. on top. Gonna, we're going to stand for what's right.
0: We don't, we don't need their seal. We're printing the book anyway. And uh, by the way, would you mind writing the last editorial and the last issue? Because I'm busy selling all the furniture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is like a nice little scene between them mm-hmm. of where he is like the most sincere he's ever been.
0: Yes. <laughs> and very yes. like,
1: you know, it's been good working with you, kid. Like, we're gonna, you know, reflecting history if we're going to go out on top. We're gonna do the right thing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's what's happening there. And we <laughs> gotta go visit Betty, who's at the post office with the, like the friendliest post office lady.
0: Yeah, I love this lady. I
1: where ha- I, I want her to be a character.
0: Maybe one of the the uh, anonymous lesbian cheerleaders is her daughter. I don't know. Mm, Could be. Maybe she's so nice.
1: She's so nice. <laughs> uh, so Betty gets a package and she opens it, and it's the first copy. Of the teenage mystique. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the postal lady is so happy for her when she finds out that Betty wrote a book. Yes. And like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Your parents must be so proud.
0: I'm so happy for you. I'm not going to arrest you for putting obscenity in the mail. Look at that cover!
1: <laughs> she didn't see it, <laughs> Betty didn't show it off. <laughs> so, Kevin.
0: Uh huh.
1: Uh, goes to visit his dad to bring him some chicken soup because he heard he wasn't feeling
0: well. Down at the motel, and and, and good old Tom Keller opens the door in his bathrobe to take food delivery. And
1: he seems a little, like, surprised and like, oh, Kevin, why are you here type thing? And then all of a sudden, Uncle Frank comes out of the shower, mostly naked, and Kevin's like, what the fuck? I let me look between these two men.
0: I love imagining uh, uh, Frank Andrews standing in that bathroom, hearing this conversation. He's like three feet away. Those doors ain't that thick. He can hear Tom Keller say, oh, hey, Kevin. Nice to see you. He walks out anyway. Jesus. (laughs) He's daring. He is almost as proud as anonymous lesbian cheerleaders.
1: And he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm staying here, too, in the hotel, and my shower's not working, so, like, your dad let me use his. And Kevin's just, like, looking between them, like, this is such a lie. This is such a lie. I know what my daddy's doing with that man. Oh, my God. And I think he runs away.
0: Mustache like that. Are we surprised?
1: Not surprised at all, actually. (laughs) And it completely, like, would make sense with how both of them, like, Sheriff Keller has, like, homophobia. Mm-hmm. And it's all, you know, because of his own feelings. And then Uncle Frank's like, don't be a sissy and write the poetry. And things make sense.
0: You're you're fun homing it.
1: Yes. Yes. I'm totally fun homing this.
0: Okay. All right. Which is another thing that I think would have made more sense for Alice with the way she's been acting through the season. But okay.
1: Yes, <laughs> but we didn't go that way.
0: Maybe an equal amount of sense, but that's the one that I called many episodes ago, so it would have felt nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Betty goes to Alice.
0: <sighs> I'm going to miss Alice Cooper. This scene, the whole time, I'm just thinking, man, I'm going to miss watching you.
1: So Alice is sitting on the sofa. She's reading her, her magazines,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: Betty's like, hey, Mom, I want to I wanna show you um, my book. I wrote a book. And she turns it around, and Alice is like, Oh, oh, that's some fancy art.
0: (laughs) I I, I see you're on the cover there.
1: In your undergarments. Uh (laughs) Oh, oh, that's nice. And Betty's like, Good for you. I I want you to read it. And Alice is like, Well, I see on the cover there that it's for teenagers, and I'm not a teenager to you. I couldn't possibly. (laughs) I love her. And so Betty just keeps pushing ahead though and she's like, you know, in a perfect world, you would read this because you're proud of me, but if you could just read it so you could learn like anything about me, that'd be cool.
0: And then maybe learn something about yourself, which is wildly presumptuous, but with all they've been through the last couple uh, uh stretch like arcs, I guess she's earned yeah. it.
1: So Betty, like, leaves it on the coffee table, and Alice goes back to her magazines like, okay, dear, as she, like, puts her magazines up and just, like, keeps glancing at the coffee table, and Betty in her undergarments, like, oh, 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 my,
0: oh. A terminal case of, of denial, uh, uh, just wallpaper over that, um, it's so good, it's so good.
1: Uh, So back at school, uh, Weatherby has been successful in um, getting Miss Thornton back, Mm -hmm. Uh, and Archie is there being like, wow, I'm so glad you're back and you've replaced that Miss Grundy, (laughs) without actually talking about the Miss Grundy part, but like, basically... Um, And she's like you know That Miss Grundy gave me some of your Writings and you're really good and I hope You continue and he's like oh yeah I totally am I'm gonna ride the rails This summer and write about it And she's like
0: that's wonderful Archie Do not do this this is dereliction of duty No do not encourage him to be a hobo <laughs> There are bears Don't do this
1: She's like yes see the world behind, Beyond Riverdale It's fine Go do that illegal thing. (laughs) Man. So uh, Veronica goes to Clay and she's like, Hey, Clay, have you read The Comet?
0: You're asking Clay if he's read a Du Bois story? You're asking Clay?
1: (laughs) And he's like, oh my God, yes, I love it. Like,
0: what? And she's like, what do you think about maybe
1: working on a screenplay for it? And he's like, I've been doing this since I was six. Like, what the hell? (laughs) Yes.
0: And she plans. Veronica plans to make it a major motion picture.
1: She's already bought the rights. She has researched this. She has
0: them. How major can it be if your a a writer director is in high school? You have no funding.
1: Well, they are dreaming big because they are planning to get Sidney Poitier to star in it.
0: You know how you get Sidney Poitier to star in your movie? You pay him. (laughs) You need financing.
1: She's planning to pay him with, like, popcorn and free movie tickets, I guess. <laughs> they,
0: they at least justify, like, oh, I've got Josie's number. Josie knows him. She'll pass it along. You know, you know be our advocate. But the man is a professional, which by definition means he works for money.
1: <laughs> yeah, they ain't good at this. But they're having a moment... Clay's so excited. She's so excited, ready to get started. And she's like, "Hey, Clay, I'm thinking we're gonna premiere in the next four to five years. We can do it, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna start working on it right now. Screw school."
0: They they need all that time to do a lot of like bake sales, car washes.
1: All the fundraising. Yeah,
0: yeah. Gonna do some... Uh,
1: uh, be Like, hey, Cindy, I'm so sorry. We're a little short this week, but we're gonna do double duty down at the car wash, <laughs> and we should be good. Just give us a couple hours.
0: I'm also planning to sing a few songs in the coffee shop, uh, They'll the Let Me Take a Cut of the Cover. Yeah. We do this all the time in this town.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna pick up a few shifts. Uh, it'll be, fine. It'll it's be fine, fine. It's fine.
0: It's fine. It's fine. Oh, wait. That's right. Sets. We have zero sets. Where am I going to get the money for that? Oh, God. Archie, you need three more jobs.
1: We're going to hire, without pay, the woodworking uh, class of Riverdale High.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Major motion picture.
1: Uh, So, Archie is on his way home, Mm -hmm. and Reggie is there, sitting on the steps, looking very, very sad. And he's like, you know, hey, what's going on? And we find out that Reggie has gotten the packet for summer basketball camp. And the dates were wrong that what he thought they were. And they now conflict with summer sweet corn harvest time down at Duck Creek.
0: Oh, no, not summer sweet corn harvest time down at Duck Creek. Anything but that.
1: And he's like, I can't miss that harvest time. Brings in all of my family's money for the whole year.
0: That's farms. Yes. Yes, it would.
1: I I can't. I got to forget about camp. And Archie's like, no, you will not forget about camp. You're going to go to camp. You're going to go to college. You're going to become pro. I'm going to go harvest the sweet corn. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm going to get you into college by doing this It's going to be great I'm going to work the land That's what all the beat poets should be doing I'm going to sleep in the barn I'm going to learn the ukulele I'm going to break bread with your mom and pa It's going to be awesome
0: Now, I don't know all the details about life in Duck Creek But I assume Reggie had a bed <laughs> That would be available
1: <laughs> Reggie doesn't know this <laughs> You live on a farm, you live on the farm, <laughs> not in a house. On the farm. You got to stay close to the sweet corn in case it gets lonely in the night.
0: That's what keeps it sweet, otherwise it becomes bitter corn. You
1: got to chase away the wild animals from the sweet corn. <laughs>
0: Archie is going to make a living as a scarecrow. He
1: will be a scarecrow. He is going to run f- through the fields with his ukulele, <laughs> scaring the animals yeah, away.
0: Where did the ukulele t- enter into it? Know. He Why? has some strange ideas about farm life. Farm, <laughs> luau, I always get I, these mixed up.
1: I'm pretty positive he said ukulele. He did.
0: He did. Okay,
1: because I'm like, it would make a lot more sense if he was like, harmonica, Yeah, banjo. There, there we go. But ukulele And so It's a
0: baby banjo It'll grow up big and strong one day
1: Reggie is incredibly moved By Archie giving up his dreams Of being a hobo To (laughs) go be a farmhand Uh And he is teary eyed And they hug And and they confess their love for each other As bros
0: Sure as bros Yeah as Um...
1: bros (laughs) It's not as bros This is like This is the most meaningful I love you We've had in seasons (laughs) It is moving.
0: I love uh, Reggie's objection that his parents won't be able to pay Archie. Who did you think was paying him uh, in his previous plans? The other hobos? He wasn't
1: going to be making
0: any money. This, this This is a wash. This is equivalent. Yeah. He's going to get hot meals and a bed that he's not even expecting. And it's all, a surprise bed. All
1: the summer sweet corn he wants.
0: <laughs> well, not all. They got to sell that. Instead to get
1: all the money. I mean, he can only eat so much.
0: This is Archie Andrews.
1: He can only eat so much without, like, messing up his t- digestional tract completely, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyhow, anyhow, night has fallen, and we find Alice Cooper doing a sleepy-creepy
1: yeah, sitting on the side of Betty's bed, crying while Betty's asleep. Mm-hmm. Which Betty wakes up, and, and
0: and she has been moved. She has read and been uh, uh moved, shaken by the teenage mystique, including all those glossy center pages with all the sexy pics of the other high school girls.
1: She's like, they all have dreams and struggles and fears, and aspirations, and aspirations. And I just think about myself, and I just had a dream of being Miss Teen Riverdale. like.
0: And Betty comforts her and says, no, you have had aspirations. You wanted to be a stewardess so you could meet interesting people and go all around the world. And it's, it's not too late to be happy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They have a nice little moment.
0: It's not too late to be happy, Betty says, to all the 30-somethings watching television for children.
1: (laughs) It's not too late to be happy, Mom. You could just, like, go pretend that you never had children. (laughs) I know you don't like us. Just, like, run away. Go be a stewardess. It's fine. (laughs) Go let... What did she say? She's like... So you can meet interesting people, so you could be an interesting person. <laughs> <laughs> and she said it so nicely, but I was like, oh my god.
0: Damn. Dang,
1: that's, ooh.
0: There's definitely a moment in the read-through where, where uh, she's like, and uh, how do you want me to take this one? Because <laughs> there's like a few Damn. divergent routes.
1: <laughs> Are we talking like... Season two, Betty? <laughs> or like, what Betty are we talking about for this line? So, uh, at Pops,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: Jughead is working on his editorial. Yes. And as we get his voiceover of it, we are are finding the story of the comment being published.
0: And being burned in bonfires by the Adventure Scouts.
1: Yes but also being read in public and in private by many people.
0: I, I love the people reading it in the street next to the newsstand that, as we know, is not selling it because they refuse to sell anything from EC to begin with, and that's even before the Comics Code was instituted.
1: Well, they're... They're, <laughs> they're just rubbing it in this yeah, guy's nose. they're like, ha, 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 I would not have bought this elsewhere. You could have had my business, but now you don't. Take that.
0: But the the editorial is exactly what you would expect it to be. It it is uh, a statement on the importance of artistic integrity. Uh even though uh the moral victory is a Pyrrhic one and the, the business is being shuttered up but for sticking to its principles.
1: Uh and Jughead, uh at the end of this, like, montage, walks into the Pep Comic office, which is now empty, mm-hmm. and he finds a framed picture of him and Mr. Fieldstone uh, that has a little message.
0: And I have to point out that uh, the the real story they're paralleling, the, the story of EC Comics, they did not close after they published their final comic book because they pivoted to magazines. <laughs> Most famously and, and most successfully, Mad Magazine, their, their, their big flagship. Yeah. And that pivot is exactly what I would expect Mr. Fieldstone to do.
1: Yes. <laughs> like,
0: well, kid, we'll just make the books a different shape, call them a different thing. They can't touch us. Ka-chow, ba-bang. That's Mr. <laughs> Fieldstone to me. But no, instead, instead, he, he nobly goes down with the ship.
1: Uh, so Jughead goes home to his train car, and yes. there is Tabitha. <laughs>
0: he's living the life Archie wants. <laughs> it
1: well, doesn't
0: go very far, but...
1: But he's riding the rails in place. Uh, so Tabitha is there, and Jughead is so excited to see her. And as he's talking with her, he's like, wait, what happened to your glasses?
0: <laughs> you seem taller somehow.
1: And what's the television doing here? <laughs> uh, and she is like, mm, I'm not the Tabitha that's traveling across the U.S. No, no, no. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. am the one you have forgotten.
0: So Which she, is a weird thing to say to somebody, but he gets context shortly. Yes,
1: because he she sits him down, turns on the TV, and it starts playing uh, with the voiceover of our... It our
0: starts st- playing the opening yes, of the first episode of, of Riverdale. Our
1: story is you know a town and all of that stuff and as it's going he's like wait is the television in color <laughs> and then he dawns on him he's like wait is is that my voice mhm and he gets very confused and she she leaves him to to watch
0: wait Cheryl's brother is dead wait Cheryl's brother is that guy and
1: dead <laughs> why is it so foggy <laughs>
0: So he watches overnight about 120 episodes Uh, because he's all caught up through the first six seasons. She could have just told him about sex, Archie.
1: Seriously. Seriously, come on. So they are, uh, it's later after he's watched all this. I
0: can't help but imagine what this marathon is like when he's just sitting there next to Tabitha like, when do you show up? Wait, no, when do you show up? (laughs) This has been going on for a long time. When do you show up? (laughs) It's four years without you, and then you show up?
1: I lived under the stairs? Why didn't anybody care about me? I had a dad. (laughs) I don't have a dad now.
0: Wow, my dad sucks.
1: Wow, I had some really intense sex on, like, a, a kitchen counter. Oh, we got interrupted, though.
0: Two seasons later, my dad kind of rules, actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the king of a gang?
0: <laughs> How come no one hangs out with me anymore? <laughs> I had so I'm, many friends. I'm always alone now. What is this? So, so anyway, morning has broken. <laughs> yes.
1: They were watching it on like uh, super speed.
0: She is a time wizard. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I guess it was a little time wizard bubble, so he didn't like age.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He saw that move happen. <laughs> it can,
1: it works. So he's like, "Wow, okay, I remember everything." And he's definitely been crying; mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. emotional. Uh, and so they they have a little catch up about you know. Sent y'all you back. You've tried to make this place less dark. I've been trying to untangle timelines.
0: And we finally get told that they beat racism enough to save the world.
1: That it's on an upward trajectory. And the darkness is being overcome. Mm-hmm. And it'll just keep getting better. They've had success. And he's like, that's awesome. What about you? And she's like, well...
0: And she says all the like multiverse buzzword bullshit that doesn't mean anything because it's not real and I just don't care. But what it means is she can't scoop them up to go back to the future. They they live here now. This is the real timeline now. Yep. Cool.
1: And so he brings up the whole thing of like, wait, so no one else will remember, only I'll remember. And she's like, well, I can show them what I've showed you. But I just don't know if they'll want to remember. We can show them, and then everyone can decide if they actually want to remember.
0: If I were 17 years old, I would not want to remember being 27 while still being 17. I would not want to do that. I would not want to suddenly grieve my time-accelerated baby I will never have. Yeah. No!
1: (laughs) Why? So Jughead grabs everyone, shoves them in a classroom, <laughs> fills them in on what's going on, and is like, so if you want to watch movies about lives that you'll never live, uh, find me.
0: Or or you could just give them the RSS feed. You know, I don't know their favorite podcatcher, whatever. Not everybody <laughs> uses Apple Podcasts, but you should still leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's the chart that <laughs> matters. Just give them the link.
1: So uh, Jughead's back at home. And Archie comes in. he's like, "So I got the shortest straw because apparently they drew straws to see who's gonna go see if this is true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's him. He's there to to watch it. So Jughead sits him down, leaves him with a box of tissues and a milkshake
0: in case he and- wants to jerk off.
1: <laughs> I instantly thought about that when he said <laughs> that, I was like, weird. Weird. Archie's gotta be like, whoa, dude, what do you is gonna go on?
0: Oh, I meant the milkshake.
1: It could be so cold. <laughs> I mean, he can be into what he wants, but ooh. <laughs> uh so Ar- Jughead also introduces him uh to the concept of binge watching mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and 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 leaves him be. So, uh they're at Pop's mm-hmm. and Archie's like, Whoa, I was a boxer. And a prisoner, and a footballer, and a soldier.
0: And a volunteer and I, fireman, and I ran a dog rescue, and I ran a boxing <laughs> gym, and I uh, uh, was head of a vigilante cult sort of thing. I had metal bones for a while.
1: And so Archie is very uh, uh, trying to process his many careers. He's mm-hmm. like Barbie. Uh, <laughs> He is. He's like Barbie. <laughs> he's like Barbie. He tries on every career. Hi, Archie. Archie's like I gotta. I gotta get back to them. I gotta go tell them. I told, promised I'd report back. And Jughead's like, What are you gonna tell them? And he's like, I don't know. But like, I never thought I'd see my dad again. Mm-hmm. And I saw my dad, and that's like the best thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: so he he's he's processing this.
0: I don't know how they're gonna take it. I don't know what decision they're gonna make. I don't know if they'll all want to see their really shitty marriages. <laughs>
1: uh, So so Jughead's there at Pops, and then Betty and Veronica come in, and they're like, we want to see it. And he takes them to the sex hole, plops them down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, They watch it, and then they're having their little post-movie chat of like, you could have prepared us.
0: Please don't show Kevin.
1: <laughs> None of this goes well for Kevin. He can't take it. The poor boy's heart. No, he can't take it. Like, where the fuck's Wookiee? Where the fuck's everything? The boy, like, sells a freaking kidney to a cult.
0: <laughs> ben Button is also lucky he's not around to see this, because he'd be so bored. Like, where am I? I don't even talk in this season. Is that guy also me?
1: <laughs> Benny's having a hard time with this. Mm-hmm. Because that was some dark shit. Her, you know, family's fucked up. Her dad's a killer. Her sister died. Came back to life. Then she's like, wait, and we were together? And the look on Jughead's face of like, yeah, we were. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. nice.
0: Not mentioning the organ theft. Uh, uh,
1: we don't talk about the cult a lot.
0: Nobody. Which upsets me. Nobody mentions who did and almost did get their organs stolen.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so Veronica goes through the same thing of like, I was with Archie and I killed my husband Chad. And my father. dad! Oh my god! <laughs> so then, wow, well, my we're...
0: dad would just not go away for for like ever.
1: So then we we go back to the viewing party, mm-hmm. and now it's Cheryl, Tony, Reggie,
0: Dilton, Dilton for some reason, and
1: Fangs' his turn. <laughs> so he's getting it ready, and he's like. Okay, just be ready. They're like, we can handle it. And it's like, hey, at times you're not going to recognize yourself, Reggie.
0: And the, yeah, they they cut straight to Reggie and Dilton, the, the two people here who got recast. Because Midge is still in the Scissors of Quiet Mercy.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> you also
0: don't want to show Midge this. She dies in season two.
1: Well, and they actually address the fact of like, um, so Kevin found out Clay's not in it. So he doesn't want to see it.
0: And when Julian found out he was just a doll.
1: He also didn't want to see this! <laughs> yeah, no shit! <laughs> Look, I. Oh. So after this viewing, though, I am like mad that, like, Fangs isn't like, wait, where's my buddy Sweet Pea? <laughs>
0: He's gonna search across America. Have you seen my, this idiot?
1: My bro! <laughs>
0: He has to look up, like, some some uh, a list of most embarrassing deaths by accident to, to see if Sweet Pea's still out there. Yeah.
1: Like, there's a lot of reacting after this group that we don't get and I no. want. <laughs> no. But so now everyone's, like, back together mm-hmm, in the classroom mm-hmm. with Tabitha, and they're like, well, now you know the good, the bad, the bear, as Jughead looks at Archie.
0: Not the bear man. We don't talk about bear man. I'm always talking about bear man. Fuck the bear. Bear. Fuck the bear. (laughs) Bear man. Bear man.
1: I love bear man. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, do you guys want to remember? Or I can make you forget.
0: Do we all want to remember the time people tried to kill Jughead and it seemed like they had a pretty good plan, except they're too physically weak to kill him with a rock? It's the one hole in their grand
1: scheme. (laughs) <laughs> and so after Tabitha's like, you know, lays this out of like you can remember or not. Jughead's like, it's because she's an angel. And so Veronica's like, Angel Tabitha, can I can I call you Angel Tabitha? <laughs> the answer is yes. Everyone else does. And Veronica's question is, can we remember the good without the bad? And Jughead's right there to be like, nope, that's not how it works. And Angel Tabitha is like, yeah, actually, we can <laughs> totally do that. I'm very powerful as I, Angel Tabitha.
0: I, I do love a nice feel-good, dramatically cheap option. Like, <laughs> Jughead, as a writer, knows that how unsatisfying and and meaningless that would be. Yeah, yeah. But, but Tabitha says, yeah, okay, it's fine. <laughs>
1: She sets everyone down in the movie theater to watch a montage of all the good things.
0: Now, first off, they're in the Babylonian, a film theater with a film projector.
1: Yes, but they're watching a TV.
0: Angel Powers can't make a film transfer? No, you have to watch a little TV. All right.
1: And oh my God, they're babies! They're
0: so babies. We just have... A montage of a montage. It is them watching a clip show of mostly positive, happy moments across Riverdale. If you recognize some of the moments in their context, maybe not so much. Like uh, uh, Hedwig. Well, that's unhappy for that.
1: That did not need to be there.
0: No, you I did I, not I, need
1: to remember that. I
0: understand Kevin performing and smooching Archie in an act of defiance uh, for uh, against uh, the evil faculty. Happy in narrative it didn't make me happy. Actually, that part did. It was everything, it was everything after else. that minute. That was fine. Whatever. It was like
1: everything else.
0: <laughs> but I was gonna say, like, uh, uh, Cheryl and Tony kissing in silhouette. It's gorgeous. Yes, but also that was her getting rescued from conversion therapy torture nuns. Is yeah. is that happy?
1: Yeah. I don't like. Good question. <laughs> One thing that is interesting is that Clay, Kevin, and Julian have joined this watch party. They have been convinced, I guess, mm-hmm. to just come watch the happy times that, like, I don't know, Julian still doesn't exist for, and neither <laughs> does Clay. Clay.
0: Well, if it's the good stuff I I that I don't exist in, that's fine. The the clip of only happy moments should end with Kevin being like, Where was I? Why wasn't I in it? What <laughs> There's no that's happy That's why moments. they had to
1: use the Hedwig it's thing. The it's because it's the only co- thing. It's the closest it's the thing you had. The only stuff that you see him in is all montages from the musical episodes. Yes.
0: Then like marching down the aisle to the auditorium at, uh, in the opening number of, of the Heather's episode. Yeah. So good.
1: Yeah. And that's it though. That's all you get that's Kevin it. for. We can't even see him like in a happy moment in any of his relationships.
0: When was there a happy moment in his relationship?
1: There was smooching against fences and walls. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Yes, yes, that's true. That's true.
1: As as they're all looking and watching.
0: They're all watching each other have a lot of sex, by the way.
1: <laughs> Honestly, there are some interesting facial reactions to, like, when they're smooching someone that it's
0: not who they're with. They don't include the really horny scenes. No. there's a lot of smooching. there's not a lot of the the grabbing and the squeezing and, and the like,
1: imagine dragons
0: I don't Cheryl and Tony's makeup sex in whatever they were calling the venue beneath pops of that season mm-hmm. didn't make the cut mm-hmm. uh all the shower stuff I don't think made the cut the the sex sex didn't the a lot of smooching
1: lots of smooching not as much like. Southside serpent as there should be
0: yeah, yeah yeah you think that they should have had the the joyful ecstatic moment of uh uh jughead demanding they fire arrows at his head <laughs> to prove he's the greatest dungeon master in the world yes that was a happy moment for me
1: <laughs> uh so as they're all watching i love this show, I love this show watching Jughead like looks over and he sees Tabitha leaving so he runs out after her this the part where you ghost me are you leaving and she's Mm -hmm, like well mm -hmm. yeah like I know how the movie ends I need to leave and he's trying to convince her to stay yeah and she's like but there's already a Tabitha in this universe and like yeah but where is she she's not here
0: (laughs) so therefore we got room that's not how it works
1: uh, and so they talk about, like, the life that they had together, mm-hmm. and... and
0: Including that time they aged, for, like, 70 years together in a little time bubble on a forever date, because she's an angel.
1: Yep. Uh, she's like, there's only one path forward now, and he's like, yeah, just sucks you had to die to make this happen. She's like, but I did it. I'm not dead, remember we fixed it. We fixed it. We fixed Everything's it. good.
0: You made everyone just enough, not racist. Congratulations
1: and so they go to have a goodbye kiss, and it's quite the smooch mm-hmm,
0: and then Tabitha mm-hmm.
1: disappears
0: so So we've got uh uh it's the end of the world that was brought on by a comet, and it ends with an interracial couple. you say, uh-huh, uh oh, uh-huh. uh, 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 I see.
1: And so in the blink of an eye, Angel Tabitha's gone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The voiceover tells us that she's given them the greatest gift of their memories, the good ones, and that everyone would have the choice of remembering it. And he chose to because he feels it's his responsibility to, to remember this all.
0: He's the chronicler. He, he must have the full context of everything.
1: Yes. But he is not alone because Betty has also chosen to remember everything. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. He he has the the even more complete context of like, say, uh, what the teens on Instagram are up to, say some some page to screen segments. <laughs> uh a little oh, what did we call the one where we uh would read a classic story and then discuss how they would adapt it to Riverdale like that would had a name, but I forget it we
1: like archified it or something yeah read the snakes in the forest he ha
0: yeah he knows about all the snakes, the snakes in, the in the forest, forest. <laughs> every last one of all those of snakes,
1: it. yes yes, uh yeah, so Betty has decided to remember, mm-hmm. And she she is standing at her mirror, looking at herself, and there's a whole lot of flashbacks to like her to
0: the very first episode, I believe. Yes, uh, or if not first, early days, first three. Okay, it was her first. Uh and I had forgotten this detail: the bit where she was wound so tight that she would clutch her fists oh, I had not so tight that. that that her palms would bleed uh, from her nails pressing into them. Betty's always been fucked up. Yes. I love her.
1: <laughs> I always waited for this to come back, actually.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh
1: especially when she was dealing with like frustrating stuff with her mother. I just always waited yeah. for it to be to come back. Yeah. Like a resurgence. Um, but she she's processing yes. and like who she is. Who she is, she's who she become. could have been,
0: who she yeah. will be was. It's it's weird. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so Jughead is at Pops, typing away and talking about how another cosmic shuffling is happening. One that could only be called Goodbye, Riverdale.
0: A title drop for next week in advance. Time travel! Ah! ah! So, darling, what did you think of chapter 136 The Golden Age of Television? Well, we're
1: trying to wrap shit up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, so we got the, the plotty plot wrap-up episode, mm-hmm. and now the, like, emotions of season seven wrap-up episode, mm-hmm. and clearly building toward uh, a coda, uh, an di- uh, episode-long denouement.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay, you, you, you did it. You did it. You got everything squared away, hunky-dory.
1: What the fuck is next week about?
0: It's it's about everything else in their lives, right? That's what's left. What Now that this is the real Riverdale, what happens to them after high school?
1: I suppose. Yeah.
0: And I can't help but be nervous because the last time we had an episode about what happens to them after graduation... It was maybe the best episode of Riverdale ever. <laughs> the graduation episode at the top of season five is so good. It's so good. It's maybe my favorite episode of Riverdale ever. Yeah. We've done this. We've been there. It was great. And now we're going to do it and again. And now I, what is there to do but do it again? Yeah. That was my favorite part of the, the Happy Memory montage was everybody in the jalopy yeah. waving. And it's from that episode. Like
1: jumping in the, the lake. Jumping in
0: the lagoon. Yeah. The, the creek.
1: Yeah. <laughs> them, them just being teens. Yes. Together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, like, I'm trying to, like, think how capture that same feeling when they're kind of, like, Thrown out in these different places. Like we still have to rescue Midge. Like there's no- <laughs> Midge is just locked away. Things has not become a superstar and able to like save Midge. <laughs> things are not Hunky Dory.
0: Yeah, the 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 to-do listness of it really makes the the things that got left out so far, you know, uh, stand out. But also, it doesn't feel like. When there is a Roberto script, when he's the credited script writer, I get excited because I know, ooh, there's going to be these tiny little nuggets. There's gonna, Everybody's going to have a little moment where they get to be just like perfectly them. And that is that is a Roberto skill. And I wasn't seeing it today.
1: You no, know, it wasn't there, especially for yeah. everyone. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like, I really like the stuff between Archie and Reggie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought, like, those were really fun. Archie mm-hmm. being the ridiculousness that he is and just their friendship that they've had grown.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But, I don't know. Yeah, it just was... I'm not in love with this episode.
0: No. At all. No. And I...
1: It's not awful. There's parts that are great. Like, there's parts... there's. You know, there's some great moments Like some emotional things I'm thinking of like Jughead Like after he watches it Oh my god, he looks like he's gonna break down Like <laughs> uh-huh. it's so like, oh! But it just, I don't know It just felt too like we have to rush this up We we only have
0: this I, much time I feel like the plot undercuts What the plot is trying to do In, in a weird way Because like, Angel Tabitha is back to tell us that this is the real Riverdale This is now the one and only true timeline This is what matters mm-hmm. But in doing so We have to talk about all that shit in the, From before instead To step over What we were just told Is what is true and really matters Yeah I'm looking at Jughead and Veronica together Which is a new season 7 thing But what I'm watching is each of them have sex with other people, several other people together.
1: Well, and they don't... (laughs) That's a good... So Jughead and Veronica don't have any type of, like... I mean, they have that one scene about the comic, but they don't have... When
0: when they're watching the happy version, his armor's around her. Yes. That's it.
1: That's it, though. That's the only, like, reflection of their relationship. And you're seeing him... And hearing him, he's having this moment of, like, begging Tabitha to stay. Because, like, we, we were together. We mm-hmm, had a life mm-hmm. together. He's having this moment where Betty's, like, and we were together. And he's, like, yeah, and it was great. And then we weren't. And, like, there's these really big emotional attachments he has to these other people. But we don't get anything where it's, like, he has this with Veronica. Mm-hmm. We're seeing how important Veronica is to him. It's, like... There's weird reflections of that where I was like, okay, it's not telling me why this is important. Right. I'm seeing why everything else was better.
0: What if, what if it had ended and uh, uh, everyone turned to each other and somebody, probably Archie, because he's a good-hearted, wonderful guy, steps up to Tabitha and says, hey, thanks for sharing that. That was a great uh, uh, time. But we should all forget. Because we're what's real. <laughs> yeah. Because this is what matters. This is the life we're living. And, and we we had some great times in that other life, but that was other. This is yeah. now.
1: Yeah. But no.
0: But no. No. Now they're just living with that in the back of their heads. And it's drawing focus. And, and it's turning this being the final Riverdale, it's it's making it feel like a lie. <laughs> it's weird. I'm not, I'm, we'll see what
1: they do in the last one.
0: Mm-hmm. And then the first half is all perfunctory, I dotting and T crossing. Like, hey, Mr. Weatherby's back. That's it nice. It very
1: much feels like two different episodes. Yeah. Like they needed like an extra episode in here. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like
1: to do. These two different stories.
0: Like, if you wanted me to care about the principal, have the first half of the episode about getting Worthers and Featherhead kicked out. Have mm-hmm. have someone do something. Said, oh no, it just happened. Uh, and now Mr. Weatherby gives a big speech that everyone likes.
1: Yeah, the fight to try to get him to there. Yeah, like- show
0: show us the the meeting. Show us Alice stepping up and and like making that taking that change.
1: Which would make it all the more meaningful when you see Alice's growth with
0: Mm -hmm, then, like, mm -hmm. Betty coming
1: towards her with this book. Yes! Because, like...
0: The book stuff is good. The book stuff is the best part of the episode. The
1: book stuff's very good.
0: The book stuff and, like, experiencing the montage but but not, like, thinking about it in in its dramatic purpose.
1: (laughs) The book stuff... Yeah. And the... It's two different episodes happening. Yes, yes. It's, it was the first half and the second half, and they're two different episodes, and they should not exist within the same episode, because it's almost like, okay, now I forget about that, because I'm just thinking about this montage and, like, how we're wrapping this up, and I'm forgetting
0: mm-hmm. that, that
1: even happened,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when it should have been more of a focus. Or, like, think about, like, Julian and Cheryl... Now, just with Nana Rose, and yeah. this freedom that they've suddenly gained and not being under their parents, mm-hmm, and them having mm-hmm. to process the fact of, oh my gosh, our parents were awful, we can live a life now, we can be better. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you could have done so much with that.
0: No, no, we have to watch TV of people watching TV, sorry.
1: And have a dance-off.
0: <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Yeah, this is probably the worst episode with Roberto as the credited writer. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Because, yeah, it's it's a to-do list come to life. It is not drama or melodrama or... It's kind of funny. There's funny parts. There
1: are funny parts. <laughs> One episode to go.
0: One... Yeah. Yeah. down do you have any uh, predictions for that episode? I, I guess I... We've been operating under, or at least I have mm-hmm. been, the the grand, empty prediction of it's about the future of these 50s teens. hmm But what do you think lies within that future? Or do you think I'm entirely wrong?
1: <laughs> I've been, like, uh, especially with how this episode went, I'm kind of, like, wondering if there will be a twist.
0: A twist. A
1: twist. And it will not be just, like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm kind of like, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> But that but could just be it.
0: Uh. It's it's the finale, mm-hmm. and Riverdale finales have always been, uh, almost always been, really, really good at just delivering the emotional fallout. Yeah. The the catharsis, the the coda, uh, uh, to what happened immediately before. Yeah. So no, I'm expecting to like next week a lot more than I liked this week.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think it will have the feels.
0: Yeah. Yes. And instead of watching characters have the feels, I, I expect to have my own uh, yes. next time.
1: <laughs> yes. It's got to be centered just on them all going off for yeah. the summer, right? Like Reggie's going off the camp. Do you Archie's think, going off to Duck Creek?
0: Do you think Reggie goes pro?
1: I don't think we're going to know that. Okay. I here's what I don't think we're going to time jump ahead. So you're you're expecting
0: is. months, not years.
1: Yeah, I'm expecting Weeks, maybe. the show to end with, hey, it's our last day before we all are going mm-hmm, off to mm-hmm. our summer adventures. Again, Archie to Duck Creek, Reggie to Camp, so-and-so wherever. And it's them, like, having their time together and everyone saying their byes as they're heading off their ways. And that's it. And we're going to, like, drive past the, like, Riverdale sign. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're not going to know what happens to them in the future. It's just okay. like they're they're continuing to live their life.
0: I'm expecting years. I'm I'm expecting uh, uh, that we will find out everyone's fate through at least uh, young adulthood.
1: See, and I don't want that because okay. we got that already.
0: Yeah, If we, we called it season five. Yeah, <laughs> everyone and was really sad. We didn't like it. But they won't be sad now because they fixed the world.
1: But I like I would I prefer the idea of it being open ended.
0: Season five did have Mothman of
1: them all being in like a good place.
0: Yeah, no one mentions, With, like, the, aliens, uh, no one mentions
1: the aliens. No one mentions <laughs> the aliens. No one mentions the Mothman. No one mentions the cult. There's a whole lot of shit not getting mentioned.
0: No rocket ships. All the come sex up in-,
1: in the sex hole, like
0: all the. The hostages and kidnapping in the sex hole? Yeah.
1: But I I would like the idea of it being this, like, open ended, focused on their friendships, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what the future holds for them. Sure, and not actually sure. laying out, like, Jughead has become a famous writer and blah, blah, blah. And Betty has become a famous, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't want that.
0: Mm hmm. hmm. Maybe at the very end, like, uh, uh, text cards, uh, uh, Breakfast Club style. That's not how the Breakfast Club ends. That's how Fast Times at Ridgemont High ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So-and-so became a rocket scientist.
0: Oh, Um, Reggie. You rocket scientist, you. I was
1: thinking Dilton, but okay.
0: Dilton became a hippie. You know, have fun. (laughs) In 20 years, Dilton's going to be in total burnout. He won't even know his own name.
1: Dilton's going to own a... a franchise of gentlemen clubs.
0: Oh, really? Yes. What's it going to be called? I don't
1: The sex hole?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go with doilies. Oh. People wander in thinking it's it's about, like, crochet. And oh. That,
1: that's how oh you get my. them. Oh, my. Oh, it's for grannies. <laughs> it's for grannies. Yes. And so they're there His watching. His top earner
0: is Nana Rose, who and, refuses to die. And so
1: all the grannies come in, and the thing is, is... is the, the dudes are covered with doilies oh. That they slowly remove And it becomes like A, um, a More like see through doily With like more holes And then there's one that's just like poke it through like, like a windmill
0: So what we know about next episode <laughs> Is It is called Goodbye Riverdale As Jughead tells us In the very end of this episode of Riverdale. The trailer is thin, thin on plot. Uh the most revealing thing is that uh, uh Betty and Jughead go to a gravesite visit together.
1: Yes. Um there is a lot of hugging. It's
0: pretty much all hugging and a well, little bit of waving
1: and like some toasting of milkshakes.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's about it.
0: Archie asks, "Should we all take one last ride together?"
1: Which is why I'm thinking they're going to go on a last ride before Mm -hmm, they all part mm -hmm. their ways for the summer.
0: And how can we not talk about family when family's all that we got?
1: Are they going to, like, play the song? They're
0: going to play the song. Yeah. If they don't, I will play the song.
1: (laughs) I'm going to
0: cry. Specifically the song from the end of uh, Furious 6 instead. Yeah. 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 That's the one that ends with we own it, right?
1: Sure. (laughs) We don't know much, (laughs) but we'll be back.
0: We will be back for our penultimate episode because, because, after we talk about Goodbye Riverdale, we have to have Goodbye Sex Archie as its own separate thing. We do. We do. We do. We're gonna have... (sighs) It's been so
1: long. We've been doing this forever.
0: We do. That is part of why... They've been coming out a little slowly recently because there are so few. Because this has been so important and so meaningful.
1: We we wanted to dedicate time when we feel good. We didn't want to like. I
0: want them to be perfect. If I'm a little bit sleepy, I don't. No, can't do it tonight. Can't Can't do do it tonight. I'm a little bit sleepy. Too
1: sleepy. Like I won't give my all.
0: Yeah, I. I want to hit these this home stretch at 100% and sometimes, you know, and and you see what that's done to our schedule and we thank you for appreciating it and I hope I hope it's it's uh uh showing in in the results.
1: Hope you've made it through I, to I, the end with us.
0: I hope you've appreciated that uh we're we're making the show the best we can cuz we're not going to be making it for much longer. Oh. <laughs>
1: I might cry.
0: <laughs> Save it for two episodes from now.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Oh, uh, And if you have been enjoying this ride, uh, tell somebody about it. Word of mouth is the only way we have left to grow.
1: You gotta tell your friends. We
0: gotta finish strong. You know, last mile, fast mile. It is a thing that I yell whenever I go uh, uh, to one of your running events.
1: You yell that?
0: It's one of my cheers I when I'm near the end.
1: I've never heard you say that.
0: I don't yell it that loud. I think it's kind of silly.
1: I don't think you're normally around for my last mile because you're normally at the finish.
0: And where do they put that?
1: But that's something you should (laughs) yell when you still have like a mile left.
0: The last place I posted up for the marathon. Yeah. Yeah, that that one got to work out.
1: You can yell that there. Until it's really the like... people
0: slower than you who I think might have taken it as an insult. <laughs> once, once the pace car went by and they were taking the fences down, I, I stop with that one.
1: There, yeah, yeah. You just gotta be like, good go, keep going, you got it, you got it. Just keep, you got it.
0: You're doing then it, it. Sh- you're doing got it. it. Yeah. You're almost
1: there, it's right there. It's right there. right there. That hill sucks, but once you're done it's with right that hill... <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> so tell your friends. Tell your friends. Leave a rating and review. <laughs> yes. Follow yes. us on Twitter. Uh-huh. Come back for the next one.
0: Please. Please. <laughs> there's, there's only two there's more. Only it's two. not a big ask there's to come two back for the left. next
1: one. If you've made it here, you have to finish strong with us. Finish strong. Finish strong. <laughs> the end is in sight.
0: That last hill sucks, but it's okay. <laughs> Uh anyhow, that's enough of us going on about our process.
1: Yeah. I'm Lena.
0: I'm Grant, and from us here at Sex Archie.
1: I'm buzzing, Reg!